Hey, what's going on, everybody? And welcome to a brand new episode of Revelation Communication. This is episode number 61. And I want to thank you so much for taking the time to watch or to listen and join us. This is going to be a bit of a shorter one today, but uh, I was reading Acts chapter 24 uh, this morning along with a few other chapters, um, but I ran across verse 5 and this really struck a chord with me and and stuck out and I wanted to share some thoughts with you on it. Um, It says, for we have found this man, speaking of Paul, a pestilent fellow and a mover of sedition among all the Jews throughout the world and a ringleader of the sect of the Nazarenes. You know, as I said, I was uh, uh, in my studies today, I I came across this verse and it really made me laugh a little. And, you know, while the term pestilent fellow is is, is a bit of a a funny um, expression to use when describing someone, what really stuck out is that Paul was called a ringleader. Um, And I really had to um, go to a concordance actually this morning and look up the Greek text of this verse because I wanted to understand how they came up with the word ringleader for Paul in the King James Version. And it's written in the Greek as prostates, which basically means leader or one to stand up first. You know, this is the only place in the entire Bible that this term is used and it's used for Paul. It's not used for Peter. It's not used for John. It's used for Paul. And and while the others all were accused of, of um, uh, persecution and, and, and accused of, of course, preaching in the names uh, of Jesus, I, I certainly believe that Paul most definitely earned the title, if you will, of ringleader of the Nazarenes. Now, uh, just a quick reference, the Nazarenes was another term used for Christians in Paul's day. If you recall also earlier on in the book of Acts, they were first called Christians in Antioch. And so to be referred to as a Christian or to be referred to as a Nazarene simply meant that you are a follower of Jesus Christ. But it really got me thinking this morning, could someone accuse me, I guess, of being a ringleader of the Nazarenes or, or of Jesus Christ? Now, now, of course, this was meant as a, a negative thing towards Paul as he was being accused again of, of being pestilent and, and of stirring up sedition and, and of course, uh, of being a ringleader. But I believe he took that as a compliment. And I think I would take it as a compliment as well. But the question is really this, do I live my life in such a manner that someone would or could refer to me as a ringleader for Jesus Christ, someone who is a leader, someone who stands up for, someone who is willing to stand for Jesus Christ. Now, in modern terms, a ringleader is someone defined as leading others in opposition to authority or or law. Now, the Pharisees and the Sadducees of Paul's day were all about the law, uh, the works of the law, the justification of the law. There was no higher authority than that of the law. And so when Paul comes along and preaches Jesus as the fulfillment of the law and of the prophets, it really threw a wrench 
into the teaching of the law by such individuals. And sadly, you know, their teaching of the law was really a, a stranglehold on the Jews of the day. And that's how they kind of kept their dominance and their authority over the average folks. So when Paul teaches repentance and salvation through the cross and, and through the blood of Jesus Christ, the religious people of the day took issue with him. And quite frankly, what they wanted to keep bound, Paul preaches, they've been set free. And so Paul, in their eyes, was a ringleader. Now listen, I am in no way, shape, or form advocating for anyone to be in opposition to authority or to the law. However, when man's authority or when man's law contradicts the authority and the law of God, then by all means be a ringleader. And that is really what we need more of today. We need ringleaders for Jesus Christ. You know, uh, uh, it's been quoted that the devil's greatest lie has been convincing people that he doesn't exist. Because if the devil doesn't exist, then people question the existence of God. But more Christians need to be ringleaders and speak out against such blasphemy. They need to speak out against sin. They need to speak out against sinful behaviors. They need to speak out against sinful lifestyles. They need to speak out against the sinful nature that it dwells in all of us. They need to speak about heaven. They need to speak about hell. They need to speak about Jesus and about the cross. They need to speak about the death and the empty tomb. They need to speak about the blood. Why? Because without Jesus, without Without the cross, without the death, without the empty tomb, without the blood, where is hope? You know, Jeremiah said in, in chapter 17, verse 7, blessed is the man that trusteth in the Lord and whose hope the Lord is. You know, trusting in the Lord also includes trusting in in his word and believing the law and believing the prophets and believing on the Lord Jesus Christ. He says, blessed is the man that does this, that trusts in him and whose hope the Lord is in. You know, but the fact is, Christian, can you yourself be called a ringleader? Can others call you a ringleader? Can you be accused of standing up first for Jesus? Now, listen, I understand that the Holy Spirit gives us all different gifts, you know, but as Paul says in 1 Corinthians 12, they are all from the same spirit, the same Lord, the same God. And I believe that when it comes to standing up for Jesus Christ, we should all wear the title of ringleader to a broken and unsaved world. Someone that is willing to lead people to the cross, someone that is willing to stand up first. And so today, as Paul encouraged the church at Corinth in his second epistle to them, examine yourselves to see whether you be of the faith. And if you are of the faith, ladies and gentlemen, be a ringleader. Be the first to stand up for Jesus, even if you're the only one standing up for him. Folks, if you don't know Jesus Christ today as your personal Lord and Savior and you want more information, or if I can just pray for you, please head on, on over to our website, www.revchurchcv.com. Scroll all the way down to the bottom. You'll find my contact information there, or you can just leave me a message. And just a few quick reminders. 
Wednesday night Bible studies taking place at 7 p.m. right here at Revelation Church. We're getting ready to wrap up the study in the book of Revelation as we continue studying Revelation chapter 22 this week. Also, I want to invite you and encourage you to join us for our Sunday morning worship service at 10 a.m. Fellas, don't forget that next Friday and Saturday is our men's camp out, November 5th and 6th in, no- in Desert Center. And ladies, you have your fall gathering taking place right here at Revelation Church, November 5th at 6 p.m. And of course, I am super happy and excited about Rev Church's Night of Worship taking place at La Quinta Park Saturday, December 4th at 6 p.m. with special guest Zach Radcliffe. You can find all the links to our podcasts, our sermons, our Bible studies, as well as links to our social media pages by heading on over to our website, www.revchurchcv.com. And finally, if this podcast or our sermons and Bible studies are an encouragement to you, would you please like and subscribe to us on YouTube, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts, as well as follow the church on our Instagram page at rev underscore church underscore cv and our facebook page where you can find us at rev church cv thank you so much for listening today i'm solomon stewart with revelation communication